Welcome back to Anatomy and Physiology 3.0. What do diabetes and trauma have in common? And secondly, how do you make a tissue dance? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you gotta put a little boogie in it. <laughs> well, today on Anatomy and Physiology 3.0, we're gonna be talking about the different types of tissues, what tissues have to do with diabetes and trauma, and then also, what do intraosseous needles have to do with tissues? So today, stay tuned and maybe you'll learn something about putting a little boogie in your tissue. So in chapter four, you looked at the various types of tissues and how tissues are used to help cushion things, help filter items, throughout the body, how it's used to support, how it's used to do all these different things to connect and help move. The different types of tissues that we have in the body are made up that contain more than 200 types of cells can be classified in only four types of tissues, epithelial, connective, muscle, and nervous tissue. And so our epithelial tissues are what we're using for covering and controlling the movement of the things it, on the various surfaces in our body. Connective tissue we use in our body for support and help protecting the organs. Muscle tissue allows us to move and nervous tissue helps transfer that information. And so when we look at all of these different tissues, if you were to go into a profession to study tissues, you'd become a, a histologist. Not a historian, a histologist. And a histologist is someone who studies the shape and the arrangement of the different tissues. And all of these cells and tissues that we derive these come from the three germ layers in the embryo. And that comes from the ectoderm, the mesoderm, and the endoderm. Breaking that down, the ectoderm is going to be the outside. The mesoderm is going to be the middle. So if you ever see the word meso, it usually means middle or in between. And endo normally means inside. And so we use these different types of tissues to protect, to help us move, and to add filtration. So epithelial tissue is what we look at in the lungs and they help filter. In the lungs we know filter oxygen and carbon dioxide and they also expand and contract. And the main functions of the epithelial are protection from the environment, secretion, absorption, and filtration. And we use these in the different cell matrices to have different types of cell shapes and arrangements from squamous, cuboidal, and columnar epithelia. There are very few capillaries that penetrate these tissues. Now we also have glands that are secretory tissues and they secrete things. Exocrine and endocrine glands. Well exocrine glands are going to be on the outside and they release their products through ducts to the outside and endocrine secrete hormones directly into interstitial fluid. So, where do you think diabetes plays a role into tissues? You got it, endocrine. How about the endocrine tissues, endocrine system? The endocrine system deals with diabetes because we have insulin and glucagon and all of these different chemicals running around the body from the endocrine system, from the glands that secrete our hormones and help regulate that homeostasis and keep the blood sugars normal 
for someone who is having that range if they're you know 80 to 120 and they get too high above that we're going to want to bring them back down so understanding the tissues and how they relate to that system of the organs with the endocrine glands those glands are part of those tissues and that's where they come from now we also understand that there's connective tissue that supports and protects. So where does trauma play a role in this? Well, trauma is going to play a role in affecting these connective tissues. Because if these connective tissues that help in movement, store, and transport of energy molecules and protect against infections and also help in temperature homeostasis, if trauma affects the skin, which helps manage our temperature, if trauma affects bones, which have different uh, tissue cells in the bone marrow which help produce blood cells we have cartilage and trauma affects those we're going to have effects down the road with the homeostasis of the body so the bone marrow inside of the bones is where we're making our blood cells and the uh, hematopoietic cells from the bone marrow give rise to all the blood cells and the chondrocytes from the cartilage and the osteocytes and all of these are from the adipocytes the fat storage cells and the protein fibers from the fibroblasts because all of these are dealing with connective tissues now the major types of connective tissue are connective tissue proper and supportive tissue and fluid tissue and we look at these like adipose tissue, the fat that isolate and store energy reserves. They're storing the fat so that we have that reserve for our kinetic energy from our potential energy. We also have various cartilage and bones that have supportive tissue. Cartilage contains chondrocytes, which are somewhat flexible, and hyaline cartilage is smooth and clear, covers joints, and is found in the, the growing portions of the bones. We also have elastic cartilage that can stretch and recoil to its original shape. So different types of tissues, like cartilage and our glands, are, are all part of this tissue chapter. Now muscles, muscles is what we're trying to always build up. We want to build up muscle. Everybody's going to the gym to get strong and get ripped and look lean. But we also have more muscle besides skeletal muscle. We have skeletal, cardiac, and smooth muscle. Skeletal is the muscle that we're trying to get ripped and look good. Cardiac muscle is the one that people normally forget about because it's the muscle that we need to keep working the best. Now some people, they'll go work their cardiac when they go to the gym, but smooth muscle deals with our breathing it also deals with our bowel system and those smooth muscles help us excrete things out of our bodies so let's kind of dive into some of the muscle tissue so skeletal is a voluntary muscle if you want to make a muscle you want to grab something pick something up or uh, show off your guns you're gonna voluntarily tell your body with the stimulus hey let's make a muscle but you don't tell your heart to beat. You can't tell it to beat faster or beat slower. Cardiac muscle is involuntary and is found only in the heart. Hem emphasis on the cardiac. Now, each cell in the cardiac muscle is striated with a single nucleus and they attach to one another to form long fibers and they have these intercalated discs and they are electrically, chemically charged and those cardiac muscles involuntarily and autonomously shoot out these electrical signals 
and that cause the heart to contract. And that's how we get electrical signals in the heart. And we can see EKG, electrocardiogram, and we can see EKG rhythms, and we can see how the mechanical and the electrical system work together inside the heart and how that plays a role. And then our smooth muscle, you know, it is involuntary as well. You can't tell yourself not to take a, a poop, but when it is moving, the the it expands and it contracts and it has the this this movement to kind of get that digestive process going. And if that muscle doesn't get enough um, liquid like water, uh, it can become dehydrated. And so that's why our bowel system, after you become really sick and you lose that water from your bowel system, you're going to not poop. You're going to become constipated because we can pull it away from that smooth muscle. We also have smooth muscle in our airways, and that's why albuterol, when you give someone an albuterol treatment who's having breathing problems, it relaxes the smooth muscle, and we can decrease that bronchoconstriction and cause it to open up and dilate. And we also have nervous tissue, and the nervous tissue is the most prominent cell of the nervous tissue is the neuron, and it's characteristics is its ability to receive the stimulus and respond by generating electrical signals. So if you touch your hand on a hot plate and it gets really hot, yow, you pull it away, well that signal went through the nervous tissue, went up to the brain, the brain took the signal and it said, hey, you pull his hand away, pull it away, and that was the signal that went through the various axons, the dendrites, um, the oligodendrites, and the Schwann cells. All of these cells make up the nervous tissue. And the nervous tissue helps transmit signals rapidly over a great distance within super quick seconds, like milliseconds. And so all of these things that we have, these different tissues that assist to prevent us from having trauma and assist in us understanding better things about diabetes, help us also understand with tissues that there, when there is tissue injury, we have inflammation. Inflammation is this response from the body that we get redness, heat, swelling, and it's painful. And when those cells get agitated, we have fluid leakage, we have vessel dilation getting bigger, the vessels get bigger, we have leakage into the surrounding tissues because we have swelling. We have re the repair phase during this tissue injury, and so we have blood clots, and so it kind of hurts, and we're throbbing, and so all of this is happening when we injure tissues. So injure, when we injure tissues. So when this happens, if you're outside and you slip on the ice and you fall and you bruise yourself, you've injured your tissue. And so this, you're going to get some swelling, you're going to get some redness, you're going to get some heat, and it's going to be painful. But your body will heal. But over time, if you're getting older, the body doesn't move as quickly. Muscles atrophy, bones lose mass, become brittle. So someone who's 20 year old who falls out on the ice, bruises himself, injures themselves, it's not so bad. But an 80 year old who falls out there, they break a hip. So understanding tissues helps us better understand how trauma can happen to individuals as well as where the glands play a role in the endocrine system. Tissues are very huge in understanding anatomy and physiology. Hope this helps you 
in your understanding of tissues.